forever. Dog! Hi, Anna. Hi, Andrew. Hey, everybody else. Welcome to our podcast. Scary, Scary Stories, Stories to, to Tell on the Pod. It's a universally frightening podcast, but it's also funny. We talk about scary stories, urban legends. We laugh about things that terrify us. We aim to make you terrified, but also like chat. I know. Just chat for fun. Yeah. Um, it is almost Christmas, friends. Can you believe it? And either you are thrilled or indifferent or actively angry, but it's inescapable. It is coming soon. It's going to happen whether you're in a coma or not. <laughs> it's going to happen to you. You might as well roll with it. Yeah. By the time this airs, I will be in Florida, like Kevin McAllister's family in Home that's Alone too. right. Too. I forgot that that's where they Yeah. Are. They really come down hard in a Florida Christmas, which is very rarely is it that raining at Christmas time. I have to, I have to stand so up for funny. my home state. Wow. Yeah. Okay, good to know. I mean, I prefer the snow, but you yeah. Know. Uh, what What will you be doing? By, by the time this releases, what will you be doing today, Anna? I will be very much horizontal. It'll be my first, good. first day of vacation. Um, we're off for a nice chunk of time. So I think I'll just be sort of terrified by the openness of my schedule. <laughs> um, as my therapist says, hiatuses are hard for me. Uh-huh. Um, but... Yeah, Lady Bird will be lying on my butt. Oh. Um, and then I'm going home to Long Island for Christmas. And then I'm going to Utah for a little. That's road right. Trip. That's so yeah. fun. Yeah. All those amazing fun. rock formations. I'm going to see them. Yeah. With snow. Yeah. Um, and then I think we might go to Mexico. Ooh. I know. I'm like being a bitch. <laughs> I do feel like driving through Utah. And yeah, I you probably. did it. You uh, yeah. drove cross country. I would be. I would be a mormon too i think i'd be like oh god wanted me to have this the amount of rock formations yeah he listed like oh there's like these 11 places we could go and i googled all of them and it was like god's majesty just everywhere and it is like it really i would if i was a pioneer going out there i'd be like sure yep this was all for me clearly god is real and also he came here (laughs) for sure (laughs) he he moved some stuff around he really opened the he really opened the country up you know he did And it's all about, like, if you have good bones, like, it's just about having a smart brain, like, to, like, move stuff. Uh, What will you be doing? Um, Let's see. Probably cooking at this point today. Um, You do cook? I do cook with my mom. Um, most likely maybe doing a puzzle with my dad. We always, oh. we have many holiday puzzles that we put out. That's good. Um, I've asked, I've asked Chris plays piano and is a composer <gasps> and, uh, my family has this very beautiful piano and none of us play. So maybe he will play some True. Christmas music. That's so lovely. Um, or alternatively, I mean, you know, maybe I'll be sick and just, I always feel like right Right before Christmas, I get sick. My body's like, yeah. oh, okay. Just shut down now. Yeah. 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 Do it. Um, but no, it should be nice. I'm excited to have some time just to That's sort of relax. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, and um, and I figured for today's story, it's a uh-huh. it's a Monday, so it's it my is? turn. Uh, that I would read the only, as far as I know, holiday themed scary story in the scary stories to tell in the dark pantheon. You said this the other day, and I was like, "What 
Christmas scary story. And this one, gentle listener, as a kid, it made no sense to me. And as an adult now, it makes a little more sense. But it is so it, its presence is so strange in this book. Okay. Um, it is called the cat in a shopping bag. Adorable. Adorable, right? Not so. Mrs. Briggs was driving to the shopping mall to do some last-minute Christmas shopping when she accidentally ran over a cat. No. It's a bummer. Start off with something sad. (laughs) She could not bear to leave the corpse on the road for the other cars to hit and squash. So she stopped, wrapped the cat in some tissue paper she had with her, and put it in an old shopping bag in the back seat. She would bury it in the backyard when she got home. That's nice. Oh. What uh, what what lengths what Mrs. lengths for Briggs. an older woman to go to? Yeah. I feel like throw it out though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. To bury it. I she had a connection with it the moment before the car made impact. Sure. At the mall, she parked her car and began walking to one of the stores. Oh, it's just occurring to me she ran over it and she's gonna go shopping first. Yeah. You can't, ma'am. Ma'am. That's a ma'am. Ma'am, that's a ma'am. You're gonna need to throw that out. <laughs> uh At the mall, she parked her car and began walking to one of the stores. She had taken only a few steps when, out of the corner of her eye, she saw a woman reach into the open window of her car and take the shopping bag with the dead cat in it. So, first, it's Christmas time. You're at the mall. Don't leave your window down. No. Briggs. Oh, my God. A mall parking lot is no man's land. Not to victim blame, but, like, don't do that. No. It... What I learned as a child is that a mall parking lot is the most dangerous place on the planet. I think you're right. I really do think you're right. It's commerce. It's it's violence. It's, it's cars going around. It's people in a bad way. You know. Your car is going to get stolen. It is it's a, everything. It's, it is a trope where there are there's there are more than one scary stories in this series that take place in a mall parking lot. It's a bad place. Yeah, it's, it's a scary place. God doesn't live there. <laughs> there's no God in the mall shopping. <laughs> Abandon all hope, all ye who enter. Also keep right. (laughs) So this woman, this this other woman had reached in and stole the bag. Uh Mrs. Briggs ran back to her car and followed the woman. She caught up with her at a diner down the road. She followed her inside and watched the woman slide into a booth and give a waitress her order. As the woman sat sipping her soda, she reached into Mrs. Briggs' shopping bag. Then... She bent down and looked inside. A look of horror crossed her face. She screamed and fainted. The waitress called an ambulance. Two attendants carried the woman away on a stretcher, but they left the shopping bag behind. Mrs. Briggs picked up the bag and ran after him. This is hers, she called. It's her Christmas present. She wouldn't want to lose it. Mrs. Briggs is a psychopath. You are a filthy... Bitch, you are a bad bitch. You're a bad friend. You're a bad person to your enemies. You're an incredible friend to your friends. I know everything about this woman from this moment. Mrs. Briggs is is Mrs. Long Island. That is Mrs. This is, Briggs. This story is Long Island. This story yeah. is Florida. It's like her name should be like Mrs. Capacaza. <laughs> you know? No, no, no. Uh, she's faint. She's dead. Give her this. Yeah, she took. No, she took the bag. No, it's she's just, my friend. Look in the bag. Look, we're friends. Look at us. We're friends. Yeah. You, she was at the diner. Yeah. This is her dead cat. I mean, gift. <laughs> it's her shopping. It's her Christmas gift. Yeah. You steal, you steal dead cat from my back, from my car. You're going to have two heart attacks. Guess That's what? The rule. <laughs> if you reach in my open window, 
You gotta get the cat from when I was wrong. <laughs> I also relate to like doing the wrong thing and then wanting to pin it on someone else. It's so funny to me. Also, it's, like, don't go get a soda after you stole. It, I mean, I guess it's like it's like we delight in seeing. Th- so again, this is that um, from that category from that Brunvon book. Uh, oh. uh, called like the purloined corpse. This is a very common trope in urban oh. legends and scary stories. Say more. Um, which is like someone steals something thinking it's valuable and it turns out to be like a dead body. Sometimes oh. it involves the mob. Sometimes it involves like a grandma who died on a vacation and oh. they put her in luggage and then someone steals their luggage and finds luggage. a dead little old lady. Um, it's just such a, that's such a funny thing to spread. And this does feel like something that would go around in, you know, Massapequa Park and be like, no, that, no, my sister-in-law did that. You don't want to mess with her. She's not well, but she's smart. Tanya Briggs? No, you don't want, yeah. (laughs) Tanya Briggs? Yeah. Her husband, he's a nothing. He's a full nothing. Yeah. She brings a lot. She didn't go to school, but she could have. No, she could have. You know what? In those days we didn't. No. We bought a house. We bought a house after high school. Fifteen thousand dollars, <laughs> and the dollars were twigs. The d- <laughs> don't steal my cat. You kids have no idea. The dollars were twigs. You don't understand. The cats were dead. They John, were gifts. John Bon Jovi was the president of the United States. <laughs> um, the illustration, by the way, uh, again a more traditional uh, rendering of a shopping bag. In my head, it looked like. The cat was in the bag and then got shot. Oh. Like it's very, it looks like, sorry, I should have done a trigger warning for that. I don't know if any, no, any cat good. fans. I'm hoping no one's if cat ever got shot. anyone a cat in a bag, we <laughs> apologize. Um, but it, it is a, a, a crinkled shopping bag. It is an old shopping bag as specified in the text. It's like a cardboard one with the two like twisty um, handles. Yes. And it's got. I mean, to me, it's like pinpricks of blood that are dripping. Yeah, it just it looks like you bought meat and it's leaking. Yeah, it's sad. Cats shouldn't die. I know they I should know. be alive. They should prance. They should play. <laughs> I I never want to see an animal. I, the only animal I've ever seen get hit by a car was a chicken, oh, no. and it was the most shocking thing I've ever seen. Anna, don't say that. It exploded into feathers. No Andrew. gore. It was just like. <laughs> And it was just all feathers. I'm sorry. That's what they are. They're only feathers. No. Oh my god. And that's like that's like the bird that got hit by the fastball <gasps> at the World Series. I cannot believe insane. that is a real thing that happened. It's insane. And they didn't find it, it was just gone. It vaporized. Yeah, of course it did. <laughs> it got hit by a plane. Oh. That's so nuts. I've been thinking it's it's funny. I know there are that Black Christmas remake just came out. Right. Um, there's Silent Night, Deadly Night. There's the original Black Christmas. There are like Christmas horror movies. Yes. Krampus, which Krampus, we saw famously. We, saw, we famously saw Krampus. <laughs> um, Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here with huge news. We have... A terrific episode of Office Hours Live prepared for you. We had the great stand-up comedian Kyle Kinane come in and a very special in-studio music session from legendary Emdu Mokhtar. You're not going to want to miss this one. You can find it on your podcast app of choice by going to Sears or Macy's and getting an iPod and then coming home, charging it up and listening through your app.
And I'm interested because we've talked about this before. Like uh, uh, there is a Victorian tradition of telling ghost stories around Christmas, which kind of makes sense. The days are getting shorter. Um, cold and, and snow is spooky. Are Were there any like holiday episodes of things that were scary? There was that X-Files episode. Say more. I was trying to remember it. There was that X-Files episode where Mulder and Scully go to a haunted house. And the the rumor of the haunted house is that um, people who end up there kill themselves because oh. a couple killed themselves. And the couple's like Ed Asner and Lily Tomlin. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's a really good episode. But I remember that one. That one creeped me out. I have no memory of that. <laughs> Pat Regan just walked in. Oh, Hi. my gosh. He's dancing. An absolute celeb. Oh, my God. But, I um, mean, yeah, the Hollywood are I have no scary. memory of that, and I grew up watching X-Files. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's become my background TV. I also started rewatching So Weird on Disney+. Plus. Do you remember the show? No. On Disney Channel? Um, <coughs> it's a real – it's really good, I have to say. It is almost – it's almost clinically Canadian, um, and it's about, like, a girl who is traveling with her rock star mom and every new town they're in when touring. There's something spooky. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's so feminist and It's really brave. cool. It, oh, oh, this one I want to talk about with this story. Okay. Does this story pass the Bechdel test? Um, they never talk, I guess. Wow. And you know what? It Whether or not it passed the Bechdel test, you didn't pass the feminist test. You're a, a notorious... <laughs> Villain. Do you want to know why? Why? You assumed the EMTs were men. Oh. Andrew? Wow. You're wrong. I have to go to jail. And you're filth. (laughs) And you're nothing. And you're as good as garbage. But the EMT did not respond? Andrew? Does it count that they were having a conversation? Oh, the EMT didn't have a name. Mm. You're filth. (laughs) But I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, it doesn't. Um, I guess if the cat went nah, and she went nah, mm-hmm. the cat screamed as it was being hit by a car. Maybe, maybe. Would, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Not a lot of these stories do. I, I think I can think of a couple of them. There are a lot of stories about two women, but they very rarely interact. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know that. Or it's like shut up, bitch, and it's like she's being strangled. Yeah, or it's like one of them is asleep. <laughs> oh, you know what? I mean, I don't know if this counts. Oh, Susanna, but her roommate's decapitated. Yeah, by the time they're talking, she's dead. <laughs> I don't know if that counts. And by the time we were talking, she, she was, was dead. dead. Yeah. Um, that's so, man. I know, now I'm thinking yeah, I guess about she it. Doesn't... Yeah, these stories, you can't squint at it too hard. It also, like, very much <laughs> those EMTs were men, because, like, the time the story is. But I would love if they weren't. It's like, mm, I have to go to the mall to do my shopping. <laughs> It's like, what are you talking about? So who would we cast as Mrs. Briggs? Oh, my God. This is such a... I mean, like, is it Regina King? Regina... I My mind sprung to Regina King. I know King. we're in, like, a Watchmen mode. I but. think I think it's something about, like, um, determining... Like, being a determined person to, like, get someone back feels very Regina King. Like, yeah. methodically follow someone to a diner. Absolutely. Yeah. I like that a lot. I think Regina King's it. She has to be it. Yeah. How about the woman who thieves the dead cat from the car? <sighs> That's a really good question. I feel like my mind immediately went to Britney Snow. <gasps> oh, Britney Snow from American, from American Dream? American Dream. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. 
That show, I remember. Th- I remember when that premiered, thinking like, "This is going to be the biggest show on television." Oh yeah, this is a big hit. A lot of people did. Were? I remember. I would watch that after coming home from karate. My parents <laughs> and my gi. Anna, I always forget you did karate. How could you forget? No. Do you do you rem- do you retain stuff? Yes. Wow. I would be too mortified to do it, even for no one. Mm. But it's all it's all up there. I got in big trouble in second grade. Why? Because everyone, okay, all my friends were taking karate. I was not taking karate. I had seen a movie called um, So I Married an Axe Murder. Uh-huh. It was a Mike Myers movie. Yes. In it, he makes a joke where he talks about Scottish martial arts. And it's, he says it's called Fuck You. And I did not understand that was a joke. And I felt was feeling left out. Oh, no. And everyone was like, I take jujitsu. Like, I take karate. Like, I take taekwondo. Taekwondo. Uh-huh. And um it's a mixture between Taekwondo and Fondue. <laughs> and and it finally became my turn and my teacher and I was like, I I I take martial arts. And people were like, Oh, what kind? And I was like, Scottish martial arts. And then I said fuck you, and I didn't know what I was saying. And I got no. in big trouble. What happened? Um, I got sent to Mrs. Gibbs' office. She was the no. secretary at Holy Trinity School. And I sat there for a long time. And then I had to talk to the principal, Mr. Fortier. And no. um, and I I didn't even know Kids it didn't don't know occur- what words are. Well, it didn't occur to me that that I had said a bad word. I didn't no. I, like I knew what that word was, but I I never connected it with what I said. Um, and I think he just sort of laughed and was like, "Oh, you have no idea what you're talking about." Yeah, I think frankly, I think I thought I was there because I had lied, and oh, I think primarily what I was saying to him is like, so "I was feeling left out." <laughs> oh, it must no. be so confusing to be a principal. Yeah, you're just sort of doing anthropomorphic forensics. Yeah, I I would. I, or if, f- yeah. How do you avoid at every turn screwing a kid up? I don't know, but I did a similar thing. I got in trouble as a, like a seven, six or seven year old because my aunt had the rabbi over to her house mm. for. I was like, I don't remember what it was, but it. I don't know what holiday it would have been, but. He was going around introducing himself and he said, hi, I'm Rabbi Brickner, whatever his name was. And I was like, hi, I'm Bart Simpson. Who the hell are you? <gasps> wow. I got in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Kids don't know. They just say what is heard. I was like, I am literally doing what my brain was made to do, which is to replicate what's around me. <laughs> it's like what you were telling me about your niece. Yeah. Do you want to say the. Oh, which the, one? Um, Where she said. Like that phrase after asking you something and she didn't know what it meant. The like, oh, you were like, wait. could I have a sandwich? Oh, I right. Yes. Yeah. My niece, Betsy, <laughs> when she was very little. <laughs> How old is she now? Now she's 11. That's crazy. Yeah. It's insane. No, she baby. Um, when she was very little and she would ask for something after she'd asked for it, she would go, I told you nine times. Like whatever it was. She'd be like, can I have a glass of water? I told you nine times. And then finally I said to her, like, no, you didn't. That's the first time you've asked me for that. And I saw her have like a faraway look in her eye and realize (laughs) that that's just what her mom told her every time she asked her to do something. Like, Betsy, clean up your stuff. I told you nine times. And then she just thought, like, that's what you say after you ask for something. That's that's the request. And it makes me laugh. I told you nine times. I told you nine times. Uh, Yeah, she that makes me laugh a lot. She did tell you nine times. (laughs) You know, maybe one day she will, or maybe I've just forgotten. I I was thinking about like when kids ask you questions that you don't know how to answer. And <laughs> my brother Pete said that one of his kids asked him the other day, 
Is Mickey Mouse an atheist? <laughs> oh my God. Is, is he? I, I He's mean, a mouse. Pete sent me this text and I responded and I was like, I think not because his creator is Walt Disney and he knows who his cre- – he has like a oh relationship with his fuck. creator – and so that was my best guess. But he knows that he's a consumer product. Oh wow. He was created. So maybe by he's man. he's like a deist, but it's not a benevolent. It's not an entirely benevolent guy. No. It's like God wanted to make money in this case. The God wanted to make money. God is money. Oh. But yeah, I that was the thing where I was like, oh, I'm not ready to have kids. Oh I don't my know god, is God that. an atheist? Yeah, you can't He's God no, an atheist. Is, Oh, God is... Oh, my God. Is God an atheist? Does God believe in himself? A poem by 16-year-old Anna Dresden. Does God believe in himself? Wow. Wow, that's a t-shirt. That is a t-shirt. But speaking of, like, commerce being godless, Mm -hmm. the story... There we go. There it is. And Christmas is spooky. Okay, yeah. Um... It's scary to me that psychopaths are among us. Mm -hmm. Um, Being robbed is scary, but it's... It's... I'm always fascinated by stories in which someone who is wronged goes so far beyond the pale of what is an appropriate response oh, to that yeah. wrong. It is satisfying. Yeah. And um, and I think that is – there's something about this woman who I'm sure like on the outside is very sweet. And then the fact that she would punish someone two times so hideously is scary. What's scary about it to you, Anna? Oh, man. Yeah, I think the same sort of level like that. I, I'm someone who like has a hard time speaking up about stuff when mm. it is bad. Like Pat Regan just dropping his bag which was abuse. Oh, I'm sorry. It was a bad. <laughs> Hi. Hi, Alice. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought you were bad. Wow. Okay. I'm being abused by <laughs> gravity and thinking <laughs> wow you guys are wrong and i'm right but anyway i have a hard time saying like when people are wrong um so it is satisfying i guess it's what's scary about it to me is also what's sort of thrilling to hear about someone like fully getting back at someone yeah i i'm the revenge stories both make me very uncomfortable and also we all kind of enjoy living vicariously through someone who's like i'm gonna get whoever messed me up yeah well, I, the kind of revenge story I don't like is like mafia stuff because I'm always oh, like, yeah, oh, my God, just talk about your feelings. You'll be <laughs> fine. Like if you just had a conversation where like you really bothered me when you shot my brother, uh, like it would not be a problem. But I feel like anytime I have response, anytime I have been like, I'm going to get this person back, I'm always in the wrong. Like I've always missed a very <laughs> important thing. Um, it's like they were acting nice despite the fact that you were bad. Yeah, I um, I don't know why. <laughs> One time, do you remember this, Anna? We were visiting our friend Nick Packard's house, his like childhood oh. home out in, and in Boston. I wasn't there, but I know this story. And he was going through uh, his, we were like looking at his old yearbook and there was a kid who had like a really kind of like douchey quote. Uh-huh. And his picture was him and his dog. Oh. And I, this wasn't even me getting revenge. It was just like me making a decision. I was like, this person has volunteered themselves to be made fun of. It was like a douchey quote and their picture was with their dog. And I was like, <sighs> I was like, what are you, what's wrong with this guy where he like had a picture with his dog? And Nick was like, that's pumpkin. 
uh, a service dog who detected when that guy was about to have a seizure. And I was like, <laughs> okay, well, I'll never make fun of anyone ever again. That lesson was learned so hard and so fast. Because you wronged pumpkin. Because I wronged pumpkin. Um, Anna, what's something spooky that happened to you this week? Something spooky that happened to me this week. Um, I guess I, maybe the buzz you just heard on the table. I've been getting... I'm sure everyone has been getting these robocalls. Yeah, constantly. Lithuania. Yeah. Lithuania. Oh, that's where I'm from. Oh. My family. It's you from the past. It's me from the past. Yeah, but like I when you like hit nine to get off the list, it I think just adds you to more lists or something. Mm. And I've been getting them so often, but then now I won't pick up calls when they're like from my area code but slightly different. <laughs> but then that was like my accountant desperately trying to reach me. Oh, I don't know if it's that that is scary, scary, but I'm also like, there is this new uh, podcast series called Mother Hacker. You listen to it? It's no. with Carrie Coon. Um, and it's about like a mom who starts working for one of these, like it's, it's more oh, than, it's, it's like more than robocalls. So this is about like scammers. Uh huh. Um, like people who call, I had this happen to me once where someone called me late at night and was like, your friend Allie, she got in a car accident. I'm here with her now, but you need to come here. Oh, that is You need scary. to come get her. But it was from a phone that was like one digit off of mine. Mm. And people do this where they're like, your husband got hit by a car and like, we can help, but we just need you to wire the money. Cause like I'm calling you out of the goodness of my heart. Oh. And they're asking for money up front for the ambulance or something. That is, and you know what? What's crazy is that one time my mom did break her back in a Costco parking lot, <gasps> and a stranger right. did call me no. and was like, "You need to come to Costco. Your mom has fallen backwards and has broken her back." And I was like, "Ugh." Was it during the day though? It was during the day. Yeah, these people call it like at night. Yeah, because you're tired and confused. My mom's fine now, but it was very scary. And I was like, "Is this a scam?" And they were like, "Your mom." But how I knew it was my mom is that. <laughs> He was like, she says to come to the, she says to come to Costco because she's got a trunk full of groceries and oh, she'll, and she'll let you know what hospital she's at God. <laughs> I was like, no, of I'm going to go to the hospital. That um, is so Joe Beth Farmer. I, groceries. my spooky thing that happened this week is that, um, I, right before I left to come to New York, uh, there's a woman who lives on my block who, uh, stands at a street corner and just kind of suns herself and sometimes she sings uh -huh. and sometimes she sells artwork. You have to. And um, and I was walking home late at night and she was wearing a necklace of um, light up Christmas lights mm -hmm. and very kind of slow Lana Del Rey dancing as she sang in the eeriest kind of shakiest voice up on the housetop. <gasps> and it was like to slowly approach a woman who's just silhouetted and who's being periodically lit by Christmas lights oh. being like – up on the housetop, reindeer paws. Like it okay, was. If Lana Del Rey did sing that, I would listen to it. <laughs> but if I she was... did a Christmas album of like cheesy Christmas songs. Yeah, I, I, she's someone who I uh, very uncomfortably. I don't think she is actually homeless. Um, and I did not know that. Uh, like like six months into living there, and one time I uh was walking. I had like leftovers and I was like, Hey, do you want some like lemon chicken and mashed potatoes? And she was like, no, thank you. I don't eat meat. And, and then I realized like, then someone in our building was like, Oh, she has a home. And I was like, Oh God. This but then maybe I was just seeming neighborly. She's doing site specific stuff. <laughs> 
Oh, Anna. Oh, my God. Andrew, I'm sorry that that happened. That sounds scary. It was very spooky. But um, I'm so glad we got to record some episodes together. I wish you the merriest Christmas and the happiest of Hanukkahs. We are off for the rest of the year. I think so. Yeah. yeah. So we're, we're like, there will be no new episode on uh, on Christmas itself, but we'll see you guys in the new year. Yes. We love you all very much. We love you all very much, but we do have to ask you one thing. Much like 2019, you're going to have to get, get out. out forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Dog. Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.